Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10. No, Canto 10, Chapter 38, Text 18. Namayupasyat yari buddha kamsasya dutta prahito pivishvadrik yonta bahis chaitasa etar ihatam shetragya ikshat yamalena chakshusha. The infallible Lord will not consider me an enemy even though Kamsa has sent me here as his messenger. After all, the omniscient Lord is the actual knower of, the, of, of this material body. And with his perfect vision, he witnesses both externally and internally all the endeavors of the conditioned soul's heart. Omagana Timurandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksur Unmulatamyena Tasmai Shri Guruve Namaha Sri Chaitanyamano Bhishtam Tapitamyena Bhutale Sayam Rupakadamayam Tadati Sapadantikam Vancha kalpa tarubhyascha kripa sindhu bhayevacha patitanam pavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Sivasade Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So greetings from New Jersey Expecting a, a snowstorm tomorrow. A little unusual for me at this time of the year to see snow. Um, generally, um, right now, just coming back from the Puriatra, where I have my own little marathon of people coming. Um, I did just get a message today, Lal Govinda sent me, that they are expecting, you know, sometime around April, May, June, the latest, to open up the international flights to India. But, of course, nothing is certain. But... I may be on the first plane if that happens. Um, so we're following Akura's 
Mano Rita, it's such a beautiful concept that the mind is a chariot. A chariot is a vehicle that brings you to your destination. But it's actually the mind, which is the chariot. And especially when you're talking about Vrindavan, you can't buy a ticket to Vrindavan. That's a famous statement, and I'm realizing it now. It's 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 painful and wonderful to realize you're not they're not the controller. I had the control anytime I wanted to buy that ticket and get on that plane to go to Vrindavan. But Krishna took away that control. But ultimately, even when we're there. Ultimately, it's the mind that carries us forward. And I would say the fuel for the mind is our faith, because we tend to want to move to the destinations where we see our benefit. And the extent that we see our benefit is the desire that we will try to move in that direction. I said this before, if there's one thing that's more important than anything else in spiritual life is having the right objective. Because if you have the wrong objective in life, it's the objective. This is what a, a proper culture is supposed to give. That's why there was spiritual literature is to give people the right direction in life. There's so many factors that, that determine that. I guess the most effect, important factor is the exemplars in one's life. People who exhibit a goal that people become attracted to and hopefully those exemplars exemplify the most important goal. It gets really tough in society, I guess, to train children when the society but predicted by the sage of Namar Saranya 5,000 years ago that people today would be unfortunate. And they, they'd be unfortunate in so many ways, you know, they would be misguided. They'd be unfortunate because they don't have the proper goal. They'd be misguided because even if they had an inclination of spiritual life, it's hard to find the right people to direct one. So the Bhagavatam is trying to inspire us and not only inspire us about the goal, but show us the means to attain it. And the means to attain it is changing our mind. And the first thing you need to change your mind are good ideas. And good ideas come from the Shastra. And the Shastra not only explains what those good ideas are, but it exemplifies what those good ideas are. And here it's being exemplified how to connect to Vrindavan. 
even before the journey, there were two things that Akura did that were essential. One, he had determination. He had the right objective and he had determination for that objective because the faith was so strong, he was able to tolerate what impediments were placed before them. And they were quite tremendous because he was in the court as the chief advisor or minister of Kamsa, who was the enemy of Krishna. That's a pretty... So you have to have that right objective. He had that right objective and he had faith in that objective, generally based on hearing about that objective and applying the, the, the principles of the teachings that are giving you that objective to validate the authority of, of that source. And then he was moving, he was moving towards that objective in his mind so strongly that he was able to tolerate for 12 years with that conception, Utsayat, Utsayan Nishtayat Dharya, I mentioned that many, many times that these six principles that are favorable to devotional service and that faith and patience, based on that faith, there's patience. And what is that patience? That the difficulties we face in life, which we know by the law of karma are not just coming to us, they're coming for us. We have this calculation in our mind, not a calculation manipulatively, but we have this calculation in our mind that the goal is so great, it's a small price to pay. And that was comp that was a cruise mood. Today I will see when he's going to Brindavan, today I will see the Lord of my life. And he served the devotees. So, so the Shastra here gives us really key indications, these two things, to serve, serve devotees, serve spiritual people, serve others and set the right, right objective and see the difficulties in life. Actually, the Bhagavatam in, in, in the prayers of Lord Brahma, which are so beautiful and that famous prayer, Tate Nukampam Susamikshamano, when difficulties in life come, one who has this, this type of faith he bows his head and says, thank you. We should really feel that and we should experience that. As we're practicing spiritual life, we should be able to look back on our life and see the difficulties that came as giving us realizations that were worth the trouble that we experienced because it brought us to the consciousness that we are now and therefore the experience we have now, it should be increasingly with that mood. Thank you.
It's what I need. That's faith. And now once he's on the journey, what's moving it is this mind with these aspirations. Maybe those who've been on the class can remember, can remember the aspirations of, 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 of what he was gonna see and how it carried him there. Remember the Supreme Lord, what to speak of meeting the person, the words about that person animate and purify and beautify the world. And the mystic yogis, they're trying to get a meditation and I will pay obeisances of that person who's, of who? The goal, the spiritual master of the whole world whose seeing brings jubilation to the eyes. I will see that person. And, not all, and then the aspirations increase because this is the nature of bhakti. Bhakti sanjayate bhakti. Our bhakti, if we advance in bhakti, what do we advance in? We advance in our aspirations, our desires. And they increase. So not only seeing, but when I pay obeisances, he will put his hand on my head, that hand which removes all fear. Because the fear is what? The fear is the illusion that I am not eternal. The illusion that I have no connection with God. The illusion that death is the end of material, the end of existence. And not only places hand upon my head that removes fear, but, but that hand that, that Bali Maharaj gave charity and, and attained the post of heaven and that hand which became fragrant from wiping the perspiration from the gopis' faces due to their fatigue from the rasa dance. So he has all these aspirations. And then a doubt comes in his mind that I am the servant of Kamsa. That is my upadi designation, the thing that puts me in one place away from God, the designations that, that bind me to this body, bind me to this identity external to myself. And how is Nanara Pancharatna, how is Bhakti defined? 
Sarvapati, Vinir Muktam, Sarvapati, all those designations, Vinir Muktam, they're destroyed. Sarvapati Vinir Muktam, Sarvapati Vinir Muktam, Tatparatlena Nirmala, Rishikena Rishikena, Sevanam Bhakta Uttama. That's what the top bhakti is. Top bhakti is, is I am not moving by designations, I am moving by the soul. But here I come. Right, I mean, uh, in in today, the, the uh, of course, I think only half the audience is from America, but they must know that America is very polarized. And if you were on one side, if someone came as the confidant of Donald Trump, what would you think of that person? And on the other side, if someone came as the, the close associate of, of Hillary Clinton, the Clintons, what would you think of that person? Now, who is coming as the most confidential associate and advisor of, of Kamsa? So a doubt arises in my mind. I'm, I'm having all these aspirations, but let's get real. Let's get practical. What will happen when I go? And Akrura, the, the vice president of Donald T. Kamsa, how will they receive me? But then he says, no, Krishna is achuta. He's achuta. And na, not, mai towards me, upayeti, will he develop? Adi booed him, the attitude that I am an enemy. And why won't he develop that attitude? Because he is. Vishva Drik, he is the witness of everything who sees not only Bahi outside, but Anta, he sees the heart. <laughs> this is such an essential point. This is the essence of Krishna consciousness. When we are offering paraphernalia to the deities, this is called Tantra when you transform material to the spiritual. So that's what worshiping of the deity is. What is worship of the deity? Well, you, you first offer incense. What's incense? Fragrance. Fragrance is unique to the earth. So the conscious is whatever I have that is earth, material elements, I am transforming it to spiritual by this offering of devotion. Earth, water. What, what is water? The unique thing of water is the taste. So you offer earth, you order water. Then what do you offer? You order the lamp, fire, the wind, the 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 peacock feather, the the wind, the touch, the chamara, very subtle, the the sound, the ether. 
the five material elements, Bumir Apo, Nalo Vayu, Kamano, Buddha Evicha, Ahankara Ityame, Vina Prakrita Ati, eight material elements, those are the five gross ones. But it's not just offering the elements, they are the vehicle for the consciousness. When you're offering the lamp to Krishna, it is not any value unless it is representing your heart. And therefore what spiritual life means, and this is just such an important point, it's the offering of our heart. The ontological position of reality is God is the supreme enjoyer and we're part of his enjoyment and we share equally in it and our hearts are the receptacles for his pleasure potency with en energize our mind's desire to serve him. Rasa vai saha, the Upanishads. The ultimate reality is this exchange of love. Mayachitadapastriyam, that's what Vyasadeva saw. When his guru Narada said, you've written so many books, but you haven't sufficiently glorified God. You haven't sufficiently glorified Krishna. And then he said, well, I better have a deeper realization of the absolute truth if I want to continue my editing of the Vedas, because what are the Vedas? Of all the Vedas, I am to be known. So how can I express that? How can I communicate that? To a world that is icha, dvesha, samutena, dvandvamohena, bharata, to a world which is filled with duality and hate. And the desire of, uh, and the false ego is a manifestation of that. The false ego is a manifestation of that duality. The desire for superiority and the hate of others that threaten it. And therefore, to get people to transcend this material conception, it's very difficult to present the personality of God. It's easy to present an impersonal conception that doesn't so overtly threaten that conception of our superiority. So Vyasadeva is thinking how to present this in, in the most beautiful way because the Vedas mean and spiritual life means to transcend the false ego. That's the unifying principle, this, this, this sense of superiority, which likes to control and likes to enjoy, not just physically, but psychologically. The concept of enjoying, I am better. That's the picture on Facebook of a holiday. I am enjoying, I am great. So how to counteract this? Well, you have to attract people to the center. You have to attract people to reality. You have to realize Krishna, present them so beautifully that people will become attracted to him. Put Krishna in the center, put God in the center and want to serve him and root this envy that's so subtly there in our hearts. I see it in my heart when I'm chanting. 
it's so subtly in our hearts. We have to become in love with God. So he went into this meditation. Bhakti yogena manasi samyak pranyate malay apashyam prasham maya chitada pasayam. And he saw God and he saw his energies and he saw the exchange of God's energies. He saw that directly, that that is reality. And, and, and we are part of that exchange of love. We have to want it. We have to desire it. To be trusted with that energy of God's love, which is so powerful that it can control God. So, Akrur is in his mind. Is, look what I am representing. But no, Krishna sees. He sees that external, not just the paraphernalia, he sees the bhakti, not just the cooking, he sees the bhakti. Not just our obeisances, he sees the heart. And therefore, he will know in my heart because he has this quality to see everything. Why? How? Because he is Shetra Gya, Amalena Chakshusha, with perfect vision. He sees. He knows the field of activities. We know our body. If I say your right toe, you can bring your consciousness right there and know perfectly your right toe. Or your left thumb, you can bring your consciousness there. But God is Shetra Gya. He is the knower of all bodies. As we know our body, God knows our body. And God knows more than our body. He knows our heart. And, and that is our purpose. Our purpose is love. And, and not only just love, our purpose is universal love. To love God, to love everything. So he sees the heart and he's watching the heart. And that's why Prabhupada said, when we chant Hare Krishna, we should listen to the sincerity of our chanting because that's what God hears. And we should be cognizant that he's actually hearing our chanting. And he's hearing our remorse when we're not up to the standard. And he wants it. He wants that heart. For us, more than even for him, he wants that heart. And he's listening. And when we really, this is the whole thing of bhakti. It's, you know, there's that famous story of the boat party. You know, it's India and they have a wedding. And they get in the boat at night and they're going to wake up in the morning and be at the place. When they wake up, they're so upset. You look around, we're in the same place. And the boatman was saying, how is that possible? 
I rode all night. And they said, no, but the boat is in the same place. But he said, I rode all night. Said, no, the boat is in the same place. And then someone looked over and what, what did they see? They saw that the anchor wasn't lifted up. And I'm, I'm thinking myself, honestly, I have to be honest, I'm thinking I, I should be more advanced after 50 years of practicing Krishna consciousness. And it's lifting up that anchor. And what does lifting up that anchor means? Meaning that we want to live our life by truth. We want to be sincere. We want to be integral. And what does integral mean? What, is, what does integrity mean? It means to be one with. With what? With the truth. And again, just starting, it doesn't mean renunciation because the truth is just what God wants. I'm just, re I, I got to show you a wonderful book came, Borijan's commentary on his overview of the fifth and sixth canto. And there's that story of, there's that story of, of Priyadrata who was a perfect renunciate. He was the son of Swayambhuvamanu, who was the, uh, the son of Lord Brahma. And he took to, to renounce life under his guru, Narada Muni. And he was in the mountains and he was so happy. But they needed a ruler of the world. They needed a ruler of the world. And he was immensely qualified, a Mogavirya, seminal secession. The birth is not nothing. It's not the absolute criteria, but it's not nothing. Suchinam Srimatam Gehe Yoga Brashta Bajayate. Fallen yogi, you're not complete. You get born in an aristocratic family, or you get born in a wealthy family where you can pursue your spiritual life what to speak of a, a kingly family and you're born in there, it's no accident. By your karma, you deserve to get that training. And they came and he was so reluctant and he didn't know what to do because Narada Muni was his guru and asked him to be renounced. And now his father was there. Now his grandfather, also the father of, Lord Brahma, uh, of Narada Muni also, Lord Brahma, but ultimately, he had to go in the world and he had to enjoy life. <laughs> and he was protected. Why was he protected? He was protected because it was God's will. And that's what bhakti is. God's will. Lining up our hearts. and surrendering to the truth. And God sees really what we want and God sees what we need. And when we open our heart to that, you know, recently I had a very, very interesting call from this person I met in Vrindavan who 
has opportunity to run for Congress. Not just primary, but actually run for Congress. He has a complete opportunity. He has that influence. And he called me up and it was a dilemma because he was so well situated in life and he knew the difficulty and they, they would ask him every two years to do this because he had that kind of, they saw in him, but it was a dilemma. And sometimes it's 50-50. And how do you, what, what do you do? Will you open your heart and you make a contract with God that what you want, I will do. I will be gopi, not just in a, 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 a lady's body, but in consciousness, kinkari, king kari. What you want, I will do. That's what devotee means. What is your will? I will do it. Anyway, in terms of this particular story, getting back to Akura, but I, I, I thought that point was important. Getting back to Akura, now he has confidence. No, he will see my heart. I have that faith. He will see my heart. He'll see my sincerity in my heart. Bhakti is sincerity. That's all bhakti is. Bhakti means we serve Krishna, not because we want something in return, but because we actually want to please Krishna. That's what love is called. That's what sincerity is. Bhakti is sincerity. So he witnesses all the endeavors of the conditioned soul's heart. And now his aspirations increase. Having pacified himself, now his aspirations increase. Now it, it's gone from I'll see I'll see that person till I'll pay obeisances to that person. His hand will be on my head. It'll remove all fear. And it's so glorious. It's fragrant. But this prema desire, I, I always mentioned that it was, it was really re revelatory in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu that you want to serve, you want to be with, but you want relationship. You want a relationship with God. Not just having formally relationship, but actually there's reciprocation. So now he says, thus, he cast his smiling affectionate glance upon me as I remain fixed with joined palms, fallen in obeisance at his feet. He will recognize me. He will recognize me. And he'll see my heart and he will look at me with a smile which which represents the smitha means 
it, 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 it's really something. Hasya means you laugh by something external. Smitha means that the inspiration for your smile, your mouth showing joy is something in the heart. And, and the heart will mean he smiles because he sees my heart. He will recognize me. And, it'll, and, and, I'll, and I'll see that affectionate smile. And not only smile, but glance. He will glance upon me affectionately. God will express his own heart to me. And I'll be so happy. I will be here with my hands saying these hands that have been used so selfishly are now for you. And then I'll be so overwhelmed with joy and my Lord, my Lord, my Lord. And that always reminds me when I, I took Mother Indrani, some of the people here may know her, African-American older lady, you know, another generation from me actually. And I was fortunate to meet her in Vrindavan. She couldn't walk and I was able to take her to Prikram on Govardhan Hill and she looked at Govardhan Hill and she said, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord. I will join, I'll fall. And when I do that, what will happen? That's it. There's no more contamination. And I will give up all doubts. In Bhakti Sandarbha Jiva Goswami says there'll be doubts. And what are the two doubts? Until the, the knot in the heart is completely destroyed, a little doubt, is it true? And then maybe that doubt will go and then the next doubt will be, can I achieve it? And when he smiles on me with his eyes and affectionate glance, all doubts will be removed. And then as all doubts are removed, Mudham, I will achieve Mudham, Urjitam. Urjitam means the most powerful happiness because that is happiness. Happiness is the energy between, I, I, when, I, when, when I heard this, and I'm not sure where I heard this, but I read it and it was such an important point. And what was that point? Love is an energy between two people who have a relationship, mother and child. You know that energy. Romantic, whatever it is, it's an energy. Friends, it's an energy. God, it's an energy and it's the most intense energy of happiness. It's natural. And when, I, when I'm free from the false ego, that covering that, of that cloud that prevents that energy from touching my heart and comes in my own heart and, 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 and restricts love and restricts that feeling of surrender and, and, and devotion, and when that's free and I feel that energy, it will be the most mudham urjitam, the most intense bliss. And that's a very reasonable point. If there is God and we realize God, 
and God has the power of love and God has the power of happiness. If we do believe in God, then why should not that be the ultimate reality? Tasmin parama prema rup, the form of the most intense love, which we all know is happiness. What other happiness is there, love? And then he goes further in his aspirations. And that's the nature of love. The thirst is never satisfied. We desire more intimate contact. And first I'll see Krishna at a distance and then he leaves the chair. I'll, I'll, prostrate, I'll pay my obeisances and I'll kneel, then his fragrant hand. And, but it's still not quenched. I want more and what do I want? I want him to say, I love you. So powerful from the heart. I love you. I, I visited on Friday and I'm supposed to go back again tomorrow. I want to try to go twice a week to see my 99 year old mother. She'll be a hundred in June and she's very debilitated now. But the worst thing is the COVID, you know, prevents interaction. Because my younger brother wants everybody to take a test every time they go there and it's very, and you know, I have to say, I love you. And she goes, this is what she, she wants to hear. She wants to feel. I'm there, I'm looking, but people want words. So he wants recognizing me as an, not an intimate friend. This is what I want. I want intimacy, a friend and a, and a relative because I'm his uncle. This, uh, I, want, I, I have some connection with God. I have some connection with God. And then he will hug me. He will embrace me. And my body will be sanctified, diminishing to nil my material bondage. And having been embraced by the all fortune, all famous Lord Krishna, I will humbly stand before him, my, my head bowed, my hands joined my palms, and he will address me, my dear Akura. He will say those words, I will hear it. He will recognize that relationship. And not only recognize it by smiling and affection, but he'll say it, Akura. And that's first name and that's very unusual because this is the uncle. And in the proper culture, you don't address a superior by their first name, you have to use an honorific title. You don't call your father by your first name. You have to call him father. I, I, I tell that story. I don't think I have. I don't think I've told that story in, in in a year, but I'll tell it again. We had three bedrooms in our house. It was a split level. They called it, and then 
you descend the stairs and the stairs goes right into the living room where my father had his lounge chair. And I remember I would come down and I, I would say his name was Walter and he was a Mason and he was a master Mason. So that the term was worshipful Walter Winnaker. That was my father's name and the Masons. He was a master Mason. So I would say, how are you doing Wally? And he would look at me and he said, I am not your friend. I am your father. I like that. The proper relationship. There's a superior there. We need that. I'm not your friend. I'm your father. I remember that. But here, it's so intimate because it's not just his uncle, but it, it, it's his servant. It's a very intimate, and he says, Tata. Tata. Tata is a very, the most, my dear, my dear, very affectionate. Tata. I know in Yiddish there's a, an affectionate term for a young child called tatala. When a, when a grandmother or something would, would, would say their child, they would call them tatala. Tata, very affectionate. And he will say that. He'll say, Akrura, Tata, affectionate Akrura. And I'm standing there. At that moment, my life's purpose will be fulfilled. Indeed, this is such a wonderful, the life of anyone whom the Supreme Lord fails to recognize is simply pitiful. And therefore, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur said, don't try to act in a way to see God. Act in a way that God wants to see you. And we all know, we all know what touches our heart in relationship. We all know when someone expresses to us affection and trust and the desire to please us and the desire to serve, perhaps in their actions, a sacrifice to do so, and especially is attracted in this world of increasing selfishness. I always remember that article, uh, The Me Generation by, by that famous journalist, Tom Wolfe. And that line, he says, Will the people don't understand S duty before self, even the, the first preliminary sense of, of getting over selfishness. There's people with integrity that do what's right rather than just what they want. And what to speak if you can go above that and actually develop some affection. These are all the things that Prabhupada taught. 
And sometimes it's not easy to hear because we want to be independent and, and surrender and sacrifice. And But if you take him out of any other context and the expression of the heart and love, what it means in relationship to yourself, that someone wants to sacrifice for you. And how does someone demonstrate love to you? How does someone win your heart? Well, we have to do that in relationship to God and then he can recognize. And it's tough. <laughs> it's difficult. I'm always fighting selfishness. There's always something I want to do instead of what I should do. Not always, but often. Tapo divyam yena kaputva sattvam shudyed yasmad brahma sokyam tu. That austerity is divine. And what does austerity mean? Despite the irrational impulses of the mind and senses, we do what's right, we do what's loving. Tapo divyam yena kaputva sattvam shudyed yasmad brahma sokyam tuanantam, the brahma sokyam, the unlimited love of God. Tuanantam. Brahmasokyam tvanantam, it doesn't have end. So we're seeing what it is and what the aspiration is, and, and, and it's trying to instill this desire within our hearts. Okay. The second class is always has, I don't know, it's a little less sattvic as the day goes on. The morning class is right after I chanted all morning, but Jamuna Jaya, are you still there? Yes, Maharaj, I'm here. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you for classes. Yeah. This is good, this is the first time. Um, I'm really, I was so moved by, um, uh-oh, am I frozen? You're a bit, you need to. Okay. Yeah. Oh, here in the basement in Jersey. I'll, I'll, I'll talk quick. Um, I love that Akura saying, he will recognize me. You know, you said earlier that faith drives the chariot of the mind. And Akura's faith is just uh, like, I can see now why he's the exemplar of prayer. Because he's so faithful in that bringing his chariot of the mind, you know, just the way you say it, he will recognize me. He he will not see the upadi of me being the, the, the disciple of, as you said, Donald T. Kamsa. He will see, he will see me. And I just, I, I, I love that. And I'm finding such inspiration in a, a girl's story, but that he will recognize me moment. So good. Oh, yeah. We have to think that. Thank you. Anybody else? Like, thank you. Anybody else like to, um, say anything, reflect anything that really inspired them? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Gail yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, I was very happy and a bit surprised when you said that we want to hear those words, I love you, because, you know, you often think that, well, you know, you don't want to just hear the words, you know, you want the actions to be to, to back up those words. But, you know, we want, if, if you just hear the words, you know, and you don't get the action, 
then the words seem empty. But also, if you if you just get the the loving action, but you don't hear the words, then the actions are open to interpretation. So I'm happy that you said that. Yes, you you also need to hear the words. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's so much in this Bhagavatam. Thank you, Gail. Thank you. Okay, someone else. Questions, reflections. Okay. Anybody just want to say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Oh, great. Both classes, huh? Is it late there at night? Yeah, not so late. Half past eight. Oh, okay, that's not so bad. Okay. Mark, Thank you. I want to say that you mentioned that this time of the year you were usually at Puri, you were finishing the Puri Yatra and then going maybe back to Vrindavan. And last year, exact day or yesterday it was, it was my initiation. I was so blessed. Wow. <laughs> That was, that was such a nice initiation in Sri Vrindavan's place. And yeah. somehow Raghunath was there with all his group. Yeah. So <laughs> even though it was supposed to be like an intimate thing, but it turned out really great. And yeah. Jagannath Priya, she's so competent, right? Remember how she organized all that prasadam to be distributed? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah, it was yeah. wonderful. Thank you, Mark. Okay, well, next your mother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah, I'm so glad. <laughs> Thank you very Thank much, Mark. Thank you. No, you're next. We we just have to figure out how to be there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah. Hare Krishna, Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. Hi, Bo. Hare Great. Krishna. I was also at the initiation and it was, it was, it was excellent. Is that the, I oh, was also at the initiation last year. And uh, as, as was mentioned, it was excellent. Right. All the people coming from Puri and, yeah. and from the Echo Village. Right. Yeah. Great. Okay. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. It's Missy. Thank you for class. Wow, great, Missy. Great that you're here. Thank you so much. A couple Hare more Krishna people. Maharaj. Hey, Radha. Hare everything is so... Uh, I always find something new that uh, everything is so well thought of. Uh, I took note of the elements we offered to Krishna, to the deities are the, ve the vehicle to our consciousness, to the consciousness. So I like nice. that. Give, yeah. give me a little report on your meeting. Just send me a little. Text. Okay, Maharaj. All right. Okay, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, anybody else? Eric Krishna Maharaj, Lagavinda. Thank you for class. It's a beautiful class. Wow. Where are you guys <laughs> headed here? Oh, we were at Whole Foods. <laughs> Try to get getting boga for, for the week. Okay. Okay. Right. Because it's going to snow, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 We don't know how much we're actually going to be getting. So we wanted to just be safe and, and uh, run out now. I also want to say on, on behalf of everybody, I'm sure on the class and everything like that, we're all talking about love. 
And uh, we truly love you so much, Garage. Oh, wow. Thank you. Harry Bo. Well, Harry Bo. Okay. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hi, Krishna Garage. It's Karuna okay. and Kaylee. And Jaw Kaylee, everybody. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kaylee, four o'clock, right? Yeah, four o'clock. Okay. Thank you so much, Guru Maharaj. Thank you. Okay, great. Okay, anybody else? Hi, Krishna Guru Maharaj. Oh, okay. Thank you for the class. It was lovely. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, Dandavat Pranams. Thank you so much for class. I always enjoy your lessons. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Athena, great to see you. Thank you so much for coming. Okay, who else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you for class. Thank you so much. Oh, Rajarani. Rangarani. Yeah, Rangarani. Rangarani. Yes. Yes. Hare Krishna. Hare Bo. Great. Hare Bo. Hare Krishna. We hope also to see you sometime in Vrindavan. Yeah, sure. So, thank you. Okay. Who, who else? Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Gamaraj. This is Kishore Radha. Hare Bo. Hare Bo. I'm not used to having your voice separate from Tota's, but somehow. I'm, I'm also out running to get supplies just in case of the snowstorm. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Katalina. Oh. Lovely class. Oh, Catalina. Yeah. The people that I'm living with are now in Kali. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Leela Brindavan and Hizmi Bihari when I live upstate. But I guess you don't go to the ashram because of the COVID, huh? Yeah, very few people are, seldom people. Mm -hmm. People hardly leave, yeah. I, I would have to ask Shayna about it. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. well, they're staying for a few days, and then they're going with Gala to her. You know, the parents have a vacation thing. Okay. Huh? Oh, 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 I, but I, I, they do want to see if they can organize for me maybe by May things will be better and I can do a little retreat there and bring my some of my disciples. Let's hope, okay? Okay. Okay. Nice to see you. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. It's Don Kaley. Thank you for another great class. You're driving back from the ski slope? Yeah, I'm also stopping at the market and uh, preparation of the snowstorm. <laughs> it's only going to be one day. How much are people going to eat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Now, that's on your Tesla screen? Yes. Okay. 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 Hi, Bob. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Hi, right, Krishna Maharaj. Thank you, Shori. Okay. We should touch base soon, too, just to catch up. Uh, thank you. I love you. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. I, I can see all the nice names here. I'm so happy that even the second class, we have almost 25 people. So everyone that came, I'm, I'm very grateful. 
And now I will do more of my chanting. Thank you all so much. Bunch of culprit to